Hey, Maria. Hey, Eduardo. I need to tell you something. What? I feel like authenticity is so overrated. Okay. Elaborate on that. Like, I just feel like... I don't know why, but lately, especially, I've been hearing the term authenticity used by every single founder or every single, like, person, whether you are, you know, someone on social media or just a business owner or if you're just, like, a friend, like, anyone and everyone is just using the term authenticity and people talk about, like, oh, we are so good because we're so authentic, we're so ourselves and we're so just like authentic 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 and people don't really like expand on what it really means so it's like authenticity means something else for everyone mm-hmm. and i know like you mentioned before it's like is it originality i'm like and yeah a part of it is sure being original for sure like you have to be yourself and you hopefully are an original your own person mm-hmm. but um being authentic has also something to do with like telling the truth it has also something to do with like transparency and accountability to me and it's just like when you think about that it's like okay i'm authentic i am honest i am transparent i am truthful which makes me original Mm -hmm. sure but also credible and i think that people who are i've just seen so many instances of people being authentic but not being truthful and being authentic and not being credible because they're not necessarily truthful or not coming from a place of credibility so especially with businesses that i'm realizing when they when they use a term transparency or like we're transparent we're honest we're xyz and when they talk about being authentic i'm like you're authentic in terms of what because you're definitely not necessarily providing a service or a product that is authentic in it mm-hmm. in itself yeah i think it's one of those mainstream words that people same with trauma like whatever <laughs> happens people say oh it's trauma it's a traumatic response not to invalidate trauma like, yeah no we, trauma is real <laughs> trauma is real but when people like continue using those buzzwords Mm-hmm. without understanding the real meaning behind the word yeah it's very apparent that they have no idea what that word means yeah they just want to use it because they want to be part of the trend yeah. it's it's a trend really it's, it's a trend yeah. it's an authenticity trend now like i feel like we had the trauma okay before we go to the authenticity the trauma thing is is so traumatizing to me because my day ones notice from college but i I'm not going to credit myself. However, I'm going to say, to my knowledge, I had never heard anyone say I'm traumatized in a form, in a Mm -hmm. sentence, until I said it to myself and other people around me. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I came up with it because I didn't. I'm sure somebody else had been using the term I'm traumatized. And I know somebody else popularized it. I'm not definitely, I'm, I'm not the inventor of being traumatized. But I always use, but I remember like my friends at the time were like, being traumatized is like, you use that for everything. You say it for something that's good and you say it for something that's bad. And I'm like, yeah, because you know what? Even the good things can be traumatizing. Because to me, it's like, when I think about trauma, what is a trauma? I know the science behind it. It makes you like go in shock. Like Mm -hmm. something that makes you 
going shock you you feel numb you feel like you literally had some trauma happen to you and that could be most likely because of a collision or some sort of accident sure but some sort of damage right not, basically not just physical shock but mental shock but mental shock emotional all the shocks really but it could be also like i am so happy or and i'm so surprised i'm in such like good shock that i'm traumatized like it's it's just like a good thing that's so good that it traumatized me mm. because it made me like go and go in shock and just be like react this way so i'm like anyways that was a besides the point my point is i've been using i'm traumatized for, for a very long time it's been like eight years or seven years or something like that that i've been using the term i'm traumatized so i just want to say that but coming back to authenticity i definitely did not come up with that have been used still being used too much too often without really like uncovering what it really means mm. i feel like for me personally what authenticity is i hate using the word i try to refrain from using yeah. it on a daily basis but what authenticity for me is self-awareness mm -hmm. and self-awareness mixed with transparency and vulnerability like mm -hmm. You have done enough introspection and reflection to know who you truly are. Mm -hmm. And you're comfortable with being vulnerable with the world mm -hmm. and transparent with the world. Mm -hmm. And like, you're comfortable with expressing who you truly are without hiding parts of yourselves, yeah. yourself back from the world. I love that. You are like, you're, you're fully exposed. Yeah, exactly. You like bear your soul to everyone. Yeah. And you're just like, communicate that or mm -hmm. relay that somehow. And that, yes that's being authentic but with tact with like with intention yeah with intention there has to be intention there has to be truth there mm -hmm. has to be self-expression yeah and that those are things that give you to me credibility because if you can be vulnerable and open mm -hmm. and transparent and relay those things without any you know fear of getting backlash or yeah. anything like that's just you are being authentic mm -hmm. and you're being credible yeah 100% I feel like now it's just like individuals but businesses have to reflect on what authenticity means for them yeah. because like I don't want to name names but sure. you, you look at different businesses and like they don't have ethical standards they don't have appropriate working conditions but those are the brands that preach about authenticity and transparency, oh, yeah. which is one of my pet peeves. That's that's my issue. I think the reason. So you're coming from a place of like more like individual, like personal, which 100% yeah. resonate with. And then when I was like seeing authenticity, it's always in a context of oh, like we're just like so authentic, like the product or like the service, and we are like the employees, the workforce, the culture. We're just so authentic, and I'm like. What does, that what does mean? that mean, bro? What does that mean? Like, what do you mean you're so authentic? <laughs> it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just at this point, it's giving me dick. Especially when I see multiple people use it. Use it. It's almost like people see each other using it and then they start using it again. Like, I just, you know, I, this is like back a while ago, but like I had been to this like panel mm. that I told you about. And it's just like, everyone was like, it's just like really important for us to be authentic and be honest and be truthful and like okay about what like what are you what's the authenticity coming mm -hmm. from but 
I don't know. I just feel like, especially when you're providing a service that requires some sort of like expertise, and when I know that you specifically personally do not have that expertise, and you are talking about being authentic, is like okay. If you want to talk about authenticity, maybe we should talk about like who else is doing the work for you, yeah. just because I know you don't have that、mm-hmm. under your belt. So, yeah. Big names, big big influencer vibes. Also, I don't know, just yeah, celebrities, favorite people. Yeah, I don't know, just like lots of people. I'm just like we're just so authentic. I'm like, honey, you're not doing. I know you're not the one. You don't define authenticity. That's the like, first question I usually yeah, ask. Yeah. What What does authenticity mean to you? Yeah. Funny story. A couple of weeks ago, I was interviewing someone for something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I asked him a question. Anyway, I don't want to、um, share the specific question that I asked, but his、yeah. response was, "Oh, I always prioritize authenticity in workspace in a leadership position," and that was a red flag to me. Immediately, I was like, "Follow-up question: <laughs> What does authenticity mean to you?" He was like, "Honesty," and I was like, "That's part of it, but、sure. it's not all of it. Yeah, authenticity is not just honesty." Yeah. And I was like, "Give me a clear example of you being authentic in a given scenario." Love that. Obsessed with that.、Um, it took him a while to answer that question, but he still did not answer the question. No way.、So、I feel like some people don't even know what authenticity is. They just assume honesty and authenticity are interchangeable, but、so、they're, they're not. No. You can be honest. Sure, I can be honest about what I'm going through, for、yeah. instance, but. It doesn't imply that I have self-awareness. No. Right. Authenticity,、no. I feel like, is an all-encompassing term that incorporates both self-awareness and honesty and transparency. It's not just honesty. Yeah. Anyways, it was. There's the intention behind it, yeah, it that was... comes with the self-awareness that like we、mm-hmm. don't usually have. Yeah. I agree. It was an interesting conversation. It was a. Is it was very enlightening for me because. From now on, I'm like, the next time I hear the word authenticity, you're out. Okay, so speaking of authenticity, you ask such a good question that I can't help but wanna ask you. So, what was like an incident when you were so authentic? <laughs> you're gonna be like, I'm hate you. <laughs> no, I can give you a clear example.、Yeah. I mean, we've had very authentic conversations, and like. I say authentic by knowing what authentic means. Yeah,、um, yeah. We both prioritize self awareness. We both work on <laughs> self awareness tirelessly on a daily、yeah. basis.、Um, and having that self awareness recently, especially in October, October was what a what a month. It was hell, literally, <laughs> mental hell.、Um, mental hell. Anyways, I've done some introspection. I've done some reflection. I knew what I was going through. I had two options. I could have kept everything inside me. I could have suppressed everything without sharing anything with you. Yeah. Um, I could have just like acted and would have been like, "I'm fine. Let's、yeah. do this." Yeah. But that's fake. That's fake to me. The opposite of authenticity.、Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, let me share that with her. So, with the self awareness. I chose to be transparent with you with what I was going through, and I chose to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. All of that, the conversations that we've had, cl- 
classic examples of what authenticity is. Yeah. Having self-awareness to know what I'm going through at the exact moment. Yeah. What I'm offering at the exact moment. Being able to... Having the courage to be vulnerable with the person in front of mm-hmm. you, with the audience in front yeah. of you. And just being transparent with your decisions. Why you chose to do that certain thing. Why you chose to engage in that certain activity. I love that. And I think in... Because it's such a... The context they're talking about is such such like an intimate setting and like a personal thing. I think that in order for people to be true to themselves and... Because you can have self-awareness regardless, but to be able to be authentic and transparent and honest and communicate that and relay that message, Mm -hmm. there also has to be like an environment, a context where you do feel safe enough to relay that message Mm -hmm. and be transparent and come forward with that. I definitely know like both of us have dealt with situations and people in our lives in the past where we didn't feel that safety Mm -hmm. right we didn't we couldn't be authentic with them because they just didn't create that environment safe space yeah we did that safe space for us so i just think it's like i'm grateful for you yeah yeah um it's a two-way street it's not authenticity is is not a one-way street it's a two-way street yeah um from a business perspective let's say if the audience is not receptive to this authenticity, if authenticity is not a value that your audience requires, yeah. doesn't matter how authentic you are, doesn't matter what kind of like big claims you make. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's yeah. it's a two way street. Like yeah. your audience needs to be receptive. Of your customers, whoever is using mm-hmm. your service, yeah. is like your clients. Like they need to care about authenticity, mm-hmm. and that needs to matter something to them. Because I don't think people nowadays go oh this person used authentic that's just so authentic of you like no <laughs> people don't buy that i think real like people who are like okay like what are you what do you actually mean because it's yeah. not it's not giving inspiration that per se mm-hmm. when you're just keep throwing out these like bus terms yeah what is what is another bus term that you like recently feel like it's being so overused Let's see. oh the word iconic pisses me off pisses me off like we see so many like inappropriate crap on social media and for some people for some reason people label it as iconic what is iconic like can we define what iconic is i think i think okay here's my gonna play devil's advocate i think when people use the term iconic for things that don't make sense what i think that they think is because it's such a shocking thing like you did something that's like so shocking that it makes you so outstanding that you're just so outstanding that it just like it makes you like distinctive and unique and different but okay so that makes you iconic sure sure i get that yeah but that also implies that we are normalizing things that are not supposed to be normalized yeah not everything but like some certain, some, certain things some stuff that are i get that supposed to be normalized i i get that and i think that real icons are the ones who broke barriers and yeah, i I'm, I'm with you on that they they changed the game mm-hmm. they were not iconic for a moment they were just icons yeah were iconic I I know what icon is yeah I'm we just, know that yeah, yeah but then the, with, like, but the meeple and mis misusing that term yeah. And using that for everything and everyone. 
Let me give you a clear example yeah. of that. And this, I, I got really upset over this. I was watching North. Northwest has gained North. has gained a lot of North. popularity on she social has. media. She has. Um, and people are labeling her. She's a, she's just a kid, and yeah. people are labeling her as iconic. Why? Because she talks back to her mom. She disrespect <laughs> disrespects what her mom says. Not saying her mom is like no, whatever. But still a parent. Still there is like a child parent dynamic yeah. and. Yeah. The fact that she's being a brat, people are labeling that as iconic. That's what got me confused. I'm like, this is not iconic, and this should not be normalized mm -hmm. because she she's not expressing expressing any respect towards her parents. No, you get what doesn't. I'm saying. No, I get like, what I, you're saying. I got I like I dive deeper than necessary. Sure, but <laughs> I don't think people read into it that much. But I do understand the sentiment yeah. behind it because. That's like a small incident, but like there are so many other issues and yeah. so many other things where people like label it iconic when it's like not iconic. Mm. I think that in regards to Northwest, the reason why I love her and I do find her iconic personally because I do think she's iconic is only because of the context of who her mother is. Sure. Yeah, I don't I... think people talk back to Kim K often. Yeah. And they should have agree. the courage to do it, mm -hmm. which I get like mm -hmm. she's killing it so it's really funny to see like oh this is the only person who can like control you and like yeah, run over you I and mean, steamroll you because it's like this is the only person i can give you like a hard time context wise it, it makes sense so it like, makes I, sense I in that, that context because yeah, i think in that context like i think my i'm kind of iconic when it when i think about like me and my dad <laughs> Don't tell me it's the same dynamic. You eating an onion. So, so no, it's not the same. It could be worse. <laughs> I don't. Do I talk back? I don't, I think I think I do more things than that. So what I really, so I guess like what I'm trying to say is like I do give my parents a hard time. Mm. I do because I they deserve it. But I also like know my dad is like a successful person, and he's very hard, the most hardworking person, most disciplined person that I know in my life, and like. He always has this, like, element, his aura of, like, oh, like, I'm just, you know, he's very, he's very well respected and he picture. knows it. I know. He, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's giving, he's giving that. He's serving yeah. that for sure. And he's, like, I just see him around other people. I see the way other people, like, respect him mm. and they're just, like, oh, my God, like, it's a big deal, blah, blah, blah. But then when I'm, when it's me and him. I'd like talk to him like he's my kid just because I don't think he sometimes and it's coming from a place of love it's not mm. coming from a place of like disrespect because it's like I love you so much which is why I think you're doing xyz wrong yeah so you need to like fix that no I get that fix that and he just like is like wow like look at you like talking back to me like that it's like yeah I am because like you deserve I don't think you've been told that enough in your life because like everyone is just so respectful like they're everyone's just like you know, like walking on a tightrope around you and walking on eggshells around mm -hmm. you that are like so intimidated by you that they're not gonna be honest with you. So here's me being authentic. Yeah. And here's me being <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being authentic and I'm just being truthful, even though like that may come across as like disrespectful. Yeah. I I do understand that. So it's like a similar dynamic between I think North and Kim, but I do understand like in general, I think that I have concerns for North, mm -hmm. for sure. I think that 
to be honest, it could have been worse. I'm I rather I rather have North be in a position where she is judging and critical mm-hmm. of her situation, of her circumstances, and well, her mother as well, than be so compliant and be so like you know what I mean? Be like a good girl. Yeah, just no, like no, does, I get that. I, I rather I'm have not her. Not advocating for that. I rather have her be like a rebel. Mm-hmm rebel child whatever and just being our like i don't know emo era as as she is which i support yeah. i've been through that around the same age so i get it so we are the same north you and i we we get along we would get along but anyways <laughs> i would rather have her go through this because the life that she's living is so unreal and it's it's so hard to be grounded when you're given everything yeah. and everything at such a young age you know what happens and we talked about this before but the thing about dopamine, mm. when you get used to dopamine rush over and over and over again, you get desensitized. Yeah, yeah, dopamine overload. That's what I was actually reading a study yesterday saying that social media and like just being on our phones yeah. regularly um, messes with our ability to feel. Oh my god! To actually <laughs> feel emotions, like right. our dopamine system is so overloaded yeah. that we lost our ability to feel and i can actually sense this on myself like i see certain things happening in the world and my mind automatically dehumanizes some stuff like i don't immediately feel bad like i have to force myself to feel bad does that make sense yeah like i know whatever is happening in the world is really bad is really inhumane yeah but i have to like rationally justify that like i don't feel anything and I know it's because of this damn phone. Like yeah. I, I'm on it literally every day, nonstop. There's a some scandal, some yeah. terrible news happening mm-hmm. every day. You get desensitized. We're constantly overstimulated, and by the time there is actually something happening that requires you to feel, you're unable to feel. Because it's so normalized at yeah, this point. Exactly. It's a sad world. It's a sad. Because I think it's the way we're receiving the news too. Because I don't think this was a problem when we had the broadcast like when we were actually yeah. watching the news on mm. tv or even like somewhere else like i think the the way that we consume news through social media really is is a huge component yeah. of this you get desensitized mm-hmm. i agree it's very and it's wild mm-hmm. yeah and that's not authentic it's not it's not giving authenticity at all <laughs> yeah no no but um I don't know, like, what what else is there when it comes to, like, other buzzwords? Because um, Iconic is for sure one of them. Let's see. Well, I mentioned... Well, we probably. know real icons, though. We do. Fashion icon. Yeah, yeah, our fashion icon. Yeah, like, that's real. That's real talk right there, but, yeah. yeah. Um, I mentioned trauma. I mean... Trump being traumatized is like definitely but the thing is like that's so annoying thing the thing about that's so annoying with me is like because I use the term I'm traumatized at a time when trauma was not the vibe like when it was not being popularized and just not not being used I should have trademarked I I missed my opportunity because and once I started using it I've just been using it and it definitely like people around me were using it etc but then all of a sudden everyone starts using it so now it like loses its meaning it loses its significance because mm. now everyone is using it and i'm like now i can't be like 
I'm the one who's been using it yeah. before y'all were using it. Mm-hmm. Some some Gen Z invented it. Speaking of Gen Z. Some Gen Z. Speaking of Gen Z, you know, I'm a couple years older than you. Okay. <laughs> couple years. Just a couple, few years. And I never, you are wiser and smarter and genius and better than me in every way. So I never really thought That's of this BS. as like, that. it is true. Anyways. So I never like thought of that as like an age gap between you. Like I never sensed the age gap. No one in the program would ever be like, like I would always be like, no, no way. She's like, you know what I mean? But I'm like, but I knew that we are from two different eras in life even though technically i'm still gen z but i'm like on the cusp of like gen z and millennial but i knew that you and i were like not from the same era Mm -hmm. but i brought up something to you what did you what did you say i I don't remember (laughs) so i was i don't know and this way by the way so the backstory to this is I was in Wonder Woman's car and we were like playing a song because we're the same age. Mm-hmm. Not because we were, we were not playing a song because we were the same age. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, people. Um, but we were just like playing a song. Um, like, just like kind of like she was driving. I think we were driving to school. I don't know where. But, anyways, playing the song, How You Remind Me by Nickelback. And the song got into my head. I'm like, obviously, it's a song that I know because I'm like, I'm a 90s baby. And then. I'm just like, okay, now I'm not stuck. And then we had our little road trip with Hurricane. So, and I'm the DJ. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me play the song. Because it just was stuck in my head. And the thing about Nickelback is everyone hates them. And I know that. I've known that. Like, ever since, like, you know, I grew up in Turkey. But even then, when that song became popular and I was listening to it, like, I knew that, like, people, for some reason, had a hate-love relationship Mm -hmm. to them. Like, coming here to the U.S., it was, like, everyone hates Nickelback. Like, it's, like, way worse than I thought it would be. So, it's, like, you don't go around and say you like Nickelback. Like, you just yeah. don't say that. You don't say you listen to them. You just don't. I don't know any other song by them. I only know one song. That's how you remind me. And I was playing that song. And I was just, like, do you know the song? I'm, like, wait, you know for sure. You for sure know the song. You don't know that you know it yet. But you do. Yeah. And you were, like, I don't. And that was so cute. Like, you were like, you know. Before you played the song, we were walking, and you were like, do you know Nickelback? And I'm like, I know what? I'm sorry. Like, what is, what are you talking about? What, <laughs> what is, is nickel? What is, what is, is I think like, you're Nickelback? Like, what is, do you want a nickel? Like, what do you want? Yeah, and since, like, I'm Gen Z, but, like, most of the time, I have no idea what Gen Zs are doing also or true. saying. I'm like, is that a Gen Z term in my head? I'm like, am I supposed to know this? <laughs> you're such a particular Gen Z. You're a Gen Z who is... Not a millennial, but also like I don't think you belong to an era. To be honest, I don't. I don't think so. I'm like very marginalized. You're very much like you're not a boomer for sure. No, it's not giving boomer. I don't vibes. think I resonate with millennials either. It's so. just like I don't. We don't. Just you don't resonate with any any I'm era just in general. A wonder from a different galaxy. I love it. Taking notes. I love it. Observer. Just observer, observer of life. Observer. I love it. I love it. But um. Yeah. What do you think like companies can do better to kind of fix this whole like overuse of like authenticity? Well, they need to stop using the word <laughs> first. Um, Step one. Second of all, before 
using the term, I guess they have to take inventory of what's actually going on within their companies and with their employees. Yeah. And this ties to the awareness part, like self-awareness of the organization itself. What is happening in the organization? What is happening with the founder, with the employees, with, with VPs, with executives, whoever's in the company? Um, are there any conflicts happening, disagreements happening? Just like simple awareness of what yeah. the hell is going on within the company. With that self-awareness, if there is something going on, they need to be vulnerable with the audience, with their customers. Be like, okay, this is what our company is going through and like we want you to know. Just like for the sake of transparency yeah. and like show the customers that no one is perfect. The organization is not perfect. Yeah. Be um, vulnerable, be honest. Yeah, just be vulnerable. Have that self-awareness, be vulnerable. Put aside the revenues for a second. Thank just you. put it aside. Put it aside. Put it aside. It's going to work out eventually. Gold would be mad yeah gold, gold would be mad the fact that we are having this conversation he's like already like what no, are you talking about? What I'm talking about everyone every company wants to make money what do you mean it's like yeah i know he's a dear friend of ours yeah we love gold, him and um he he's he's a professional within the vc industry so like yeah. no we one, get it yeah get he it. prioritizes yeah. profits over everything else but yeah. still i feel like there's there's a new wave of businesses emerging 100%. more aware more i want to say spiritual more vulnerable intentional i don't, intentional. I don't want to use the word authentic <laughs> <laughs> but um love it's just like the big corporations that are still like holding tight to that old paradigm which is fine like to each their own but i feel like this new wave is gonna shift paradigms by car um, yeah and i guess like connect deeper connect with customers on a deeper level and create lasting relationships because that's what vulnerability does it's just inevitable if you're vulnerable with someone yeah again if that other person is receptive of course you are inevitably going to create a deeper bond you know what this got me thinking about like you know how i went to the goop event yeah. recently and i just want to say something about like a couple things about that because to me that was genuinely an authentic experience yeah. the whole thing we obviously we paid a kidney to get there but you know it was just like it's wild to me that people were willing to pay not knowing what was going to happen mm. not knowing the amount of FaceTime they would get they would get with like Gwyneth etc the power that you hold I, she gets hate for so many I don't know why people hate her to be honest but people hate her so much for no reason in my opinion and I get it like she has her own ritual that people don't resonate with which by the way if you kind of look into it some of the things she says make a lot of sense mm -hmm. and I just think she operates you know at a different level has a different mentality and perspective like this unconscious coupling uh, was it no, it's no, <laughs> it's the opposite. Conscious uncoupling and like terms like that that she uses, and like people are like, "Oh my god, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "No, no, no." It's when you actually listen to her explain her logic behind it, it makes a lot of sense. And there, she was there. There was an "ask me anything" section. Some people like gave her a hard time. She handled herself with grace and elegance. We ended up doing like there was an open Q and A session after that, and then. We had a panel and a panel the people could ask questions to the panel the panel was amazing like all these different people and the fact that she was present present and then we had like 
so many different like variety of activities we had this like one like therapist who specializes in trauma and who's also a professor at Pepperdine and like she literally like took us to church it was very much like we were singing we were you know giving ourselves like affirmations giving mm -hmm. each other affirmations and all these different things and you know we were fed we were well fed throughout the day we had amazing food from group kitchen we had so many like we our swag bag was like incredible incredible and just like to have all that experience and plan it have it all in one day bringing up people there people showing up like you can feel the community you yeah. can see the fact that she have she 100% very successfully established a strong community of people of women who just like not just women but like mostly women who just like rely depend on her advice her tips her tricks her hints her, her everything and she's so composed like she was just so like composed like remember did you see like the ski accident thing yeah like there was this like she went viral for this like um she got into this accident and she was sued for it and she wasn't it was she was fine like she didn't do anything but this, this guy had sued her for like putting her in the hospital and something like that i'm like no like nothing like that happened and even then like when she was out there um you know at the court she handled herself really well and it kind of reminded me i mean i'm sure she's like trained you know like she's mm -hmm. like publicity training for sure happened you can tell but and also she's an actress so i'm like yeah this checks out but putting all of that aside the way she's like able to like just talk about like the female experience and the things that we go through with our periods and stuff and mm -hmm. how like destigmatizing that and like realizing the microbiome is mm -hmm. different down there than it is in other places and like i don't know just it's just she is really incredible i have a huge groupie now thanks to her and thanks to fashion icon who dragged me there um well i didn't have to drag me there because i was i went there like willingly um but to me i have not heard her use the term authenticity not once which i liked mm -hmm. even more and not the other people in our panel also used authenticity and these are like they own their own businesses powerful women either starting business owning a business cameron diaz was there or aveline um we had you know just like just incredible people people some like vc founder amazing amy griffin oh love her um and the fact that like not one single one of them used authenticity, but they were so authentic mm -hmm. and real. That's the that's the key. I feel like authenticity amazing. needs to be embodied instead of spoken. Yeah. And they embodied they yeah, more expression less. For sure did, for sure did, mm -hmm. and that just that's just like truly, truly incredible, and I think that we need to kind of shift towards like embodying it acting with authenticity not just like saying that we're yes. authentic yeah. this really you know what this applies to everything because when i have this pet peeve with, and this happens especially like if you watch like the trashy like dating shows like yeah. reality tv shows mm -hmm. people talk about this there's always like a part where they talk about who they are and like mm -hmm. how they are so they need to use these adjectives to, like, to describe themselves so whenever people start saying i'm smart i'm educated i'm this i'm that i'm like I don't know. It's not that you're confident. You can be confident about who you are. You can say that you're so many things, but like, don't tell me that. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear. Yeah. I want to see it. Like, just 
Like let's I, just watch mm-hmm. you and see for mm-hmm. ourselves if you're a kind, sweet person. Let me person. make the conclusions. And, yeah. Let me make that conclusion for you. feeding me. No, no. So maybe like that's also part of the reason when people say like, oh, I'm just so authentic. I am this, I'm that. I'm like, okay, I just want to see it. Yeah. Let me see you be authentic. Mm-hmm. Be an example of authenticity. Yeah, I agree. So what's the lesson? Like what I what's the um, what's the homework? Well, first of all, stop using the word authenticity. <laughs> Second of all, um, work on your self awareness, um, and practice being vulnerable with other people, with the people closest to you. Yeah. Um, and just like make it your practice. Obviously, like you're not obligated to share everything that's going on in your life, but have self-awareness and like be transparent with certain aspects that might affect the people around you and this Mm -hmm. can be applied to business setting as well um awareness vulnerability and transparency i love that work on all those things that's your homework self what did i say yesterday um authenticity is where self-awareness and self-expression meets i love it Lots about it. Self-awareness and self-expression, and self-expression. meets in truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> well, we'll see you next time. And thanks for being here. Ciao.